that's what I tell them kids. I say, yo, listen, you keep going down that road, you'll lead to prison. Right now, you're not even in prison. You're just in the juvenile home. And you still can it, have a life. You don't want to go to prison because if you go to prison, that changes you. Prison changes you, becomes you. You become either worse too, or become better. And sometimes, most of the time, you become worse too. Hey, this is another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Angie Martinez. I'm Mike's co-host today. Absolutely. And today, <laughs> we have my friend, Brother Blue Boy. Now, I wanted to, want to know that um, when I was a young kid, I was really, I was, I was amongst as a young kid, and I was always in institutions since I was 11 years old. And when I was 12 years old, I had the opportunity to meet my friend, Blue Boy. Where did you meet? In Spofford Institution. Oh, it was in Spofford in the Bronx. And we was in on um, Tryon together. Yeah, we were locked up in Spoffin and then in Tryon. Oh, wow, so you go back, back. Way back, yeah, since back. I was 12. When he got the tattoo, Mike. He I got the tattoo, tattoo Mike. Wow. Same day. It was he the Wolfman, Luke Cam. Luke, Cam. Luke Cam was the name, right? The yeah. Wolfman. Yeah. Wow. What Luke was Cam. he like then? Terror. <laughs> a terrorist? <laughs> terrorist. Well, that's what you would consider today a terrorist. Yeah. Right. But it, it was, you know, we were both terrorists at the time because we was young. Wow, you know. And this is what I remember, if, correct me if I'm wrong, that when we were locked up, I was um, 12, you had, a, you're one of the first guys, you and Boskin, as a, as a juvenile being charged as an adult. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember that. My mom was trying to keep me straight. It just uh, I don't know your whole story. Huh? Well, explain. I don't, I don't know your whole story. Like, what? what? Explain who you are to her. Oh, first of all, um, I'm from the East Side. Nice to meet you, by the way. Yeah, that, that, likewise, you beautiful woman. Thank you. I was I had a crush on you when I was in jail, you know. I was popping in the jail, Mike. You're well, big. <laughs> you're big. You're, Thank you're, you, my love. You had the picture and all that shit. Yeah, I had the picture and all that. <laughs> oh no. Yo, my jail mail. I used to get a lot of jail mail, especially when I was on at nighttime. Yeah. It would be good. Did anybody I, ask to marry you? Probably. Yeah. 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 But I would get a lot of Probably mail from people him. inside because that was you. You listened to the radio a lot inside. Well, so. I, I, had a, I seen the video when y'all did with the ladies' night. Oh yeah, I, I, that was my old song. <laughs> but I seen all, all y'all was in there. I said, yeah, she looked good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what but was yeah, going on inside. I did. Um, I've been in prison. I did thirty nine years in prison. My God, God bless. I caught two murders in prison. One of the famous murders that everybody talks about. Is a Larry Davis. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about that? Was he aggressive towards you? He, we and him had our own little issues in the beginning. You knew him before then? No, before I never prison? Knew. No, you no, never I met never him before? Him. I never knew him before then. It's just that uh, he put himself in a situation and he had nothing to do with. You know? Most people do. You know? I, uh, I was trying to go out of rape or a child molester. A dude that raped a nine year old boy. Was free. Um, was raping him since he was eight. So I was going after him, and he jumped in the way trying to stop me. Okay. And then the people mad, you know, some people consider to do a hero because he shot six officers. And um, whatever he did in the- the mindset we have, huh? Yeah, you know, like, uh, I, I, you know, I got comments that dudes want to do theirs, and they hate me for that. He wrote me before. Huh? He wrote me before, yeah. this guy. Like I said, you know, if you wouldn't mind the business, you would never been caught up in the situation I'm in now. I can dig you know? it. And I can dig it. I'm not, like, 
lot of people don't know me, so they, they always think about bad things. They don't never have the opportunity to meet me, so they just going by what they hear. Well, we're gonna do that today. We're gonna tell you, you yeah. gonna tell them who you are today. Yeah. yeah. Smooth Sack Summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. And as we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh for a fresh ball fall. The leaders in the Below the Belt grooming is here to make sure that you feel smooth and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. The Manscaped Perform Package at 4.0 has everything you need. Inside this package, you find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, Crop Reviver, Ho Ho Toner Performance, Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. There's Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer. Features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multi function on and off switch that can engage your travel block and give you the ability to turn the 4,000K. LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shade. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Also, lather with the Manscaped liquid formula to get that freshness. The crop preserver, the ball deodorant with the smoothing aloe vera formula that keeps you smelling good. Keeps you smelling good. Manscaped doing two free gifts to their performance. Package 4.0, the Manscaped boxes, and the Shed travel bag. Keep yourself groomed from head to toe with the Sheer 2.0, a luxury nail groomer kit. This kit includes stainless steel, nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors for your balls. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com, okay? Again, that's 20% off free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. In that moment where in your mind, in your heart, you, you think you're doing something good because you're revenging somebody who did terrible things things to a, you said an eight-year-old? An eight-year-old. He was doing this since, for a whole year. That's called a vigilante. Yeah. Is you that know? what you, is that how you see yourself? At that time, the person yeah. at that time, I'm saying. I, I, I just hate rapos, child molesters. I hate rats. So, mm. you know, that was the life I was living in prison because you got to stand for something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some kind of principles and morals about something. Yeah. You know, uh, I grew up in prison. Mm -hmm. I came to jail when I was 16. I came out when I was um, 56. Wow. And so. How old are you now? You look good, boy. You got 57. good skin. You got good. You got... <laughs> I'm 57. How you? How's that transition going for you? It's still difficult yeah. because um, I'm still stuck in prison in some way. Mm. Sometimes it get hard. Mm -hmm. It has to. That's huh. norm. That has to be normal. It's, um, it's, you know, it gets difficult for me to do certain things. I'm not going to mention it and stop, you know. And when I'm, when I'm happy doing this, my family's unhappy. But then when I'm, when, when they're happy because I stop, then I'm miserable. 
And now how do I deal with that um, dilemma? If I'm sad because I can't get high or something, they're happy, they're, they're my enemies because I'm not happy and they're happy in my face. So how can they be my friend, you know? So they get selfish because they want me to stop just for them or maybe I'm looking bad for them and everything. Or maybe they want to tell somebody they got me off drugs. It's just, um, if you're going to stay with me, you're going to stay down with me, and that's what it's all about, even with my wife now. Are you going to be down with me just in case I might relapse? It's been around five years. But I know people um, that were sober for 20 years and relapsed and died. So Jesus. See, my thing, I don't get high. Mm. Never have? No, I, I was getting high when I was younger. Mm. But I stopped getting high in 1986. I cursed everybody out one day. <laughs> Called a delusion. Thought, you know, I was at that time, I was, you know, involved in mad wars in prison. And, and I was young, you know, so... I felt somebody was scheming on me, and and I just went crazy talking about all types of crazy stuff. And um, I was the old timer named Benny Martinez, Benny B. Mm. He, when I went to the yard, he was gonna stab me because I cursed him out too. But I didn't I didn't realize that that he was gonna stab me. So he came out, and see, but he seen me and me apologizing to my boy, and I said, now I gotta go back downstairs and apologize to everybody." So he came up to me and said, yo, you see this? He had a knife, a New York knife. And we was in a box in Auburn. So he said, like, I came out here to stab you. So he said, but I realized that you was apologizing, so you realize your mistake. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And because you was high, so you didn't know what you were saying. He said, but I'm going to give you a jewel. Don't get high. Because if you can't <laughs> control your high, right. you don't got no business getting high. Mm. He said... You get a pass on this one. I'm saying everybody's not gonna do that. Wow. And you gain more enemies than friends when you do that. Mm. So from right there, I stopped getting high. Wow. Is this the first time you've seen each other since he's been home? 39 years. Wow. But you knew he was. He yeah, knew I knew he already. was. But people were saying Blue Boy. I didn't know Blue Boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then um, he was telling Toby where he remembered me for the boom. I remember right away. Yeah. You should tell his story because not everybody is familiar with. Sometimes I don't like to, unless I want him to do it himself. Well, you should tell your story yes. because. Well, about me and Tyson. No, you're no just how people might know you and how you know, like um, just well, your. I, I, I had a reputation before I went to jail, mm. and I, I, I gained a reputation in prison. And when you go to Rikers Island, there's only two things there: either your victim or your predator. I, be, I became a predator, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I, I cut, stabbed. I got it on with the police. I did it all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of friends that I knew from Val. Like, one of my friends was Daryl on Bond. That was his best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were in there when Muhammad Ali came in there, too, weren't you? Oh, yeah. When Muhammad Ali came to Sparfit? Yeah. So, we all got... We all got contact somehow, some way, in our, in that type of environment. Like, you know, I started off in the junior round when I was nine for pushing my teacher down the stairs. Um, then from there, I, I, I've been in Gosha, I was in Brookwood. I did my rounds in, in, in youth homes. And from there, I went to Rikers Island. I went to the street. I was in the street for for like about, about nine months, ten months before I caught the case that I'm in, I was went to prison originally. And um, 
I shot a guy with a shotgun. Then I went to prison. And then from there, it just went from there. And I, I caught two murders in prison. I killed a guy in, in Elmira, and I killed a guy in Shawonga, which is Larry Davis. That's the most famous one because everybody knew about his case. For the coolest and smoothest smoking experience, you need a freezeable pipe, bubbler, bong, or dab rig from Freeze Pipe. The secret is, Mike, reasonable glycerin chambers that mm. come in every piece. Look at this, Mike. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour. And as smoke passes through it, it instantly is chilled by over 300 degrees. So icy, man. The result is a bigger, smoother hit with zero chest or throat burn. Cough left and enjoy easier way to smoke with these glass pipes. All right. Glycerin is a non-toxic fatty gel commonly mm. found in food and sweeteners. It freezes quicker than water and stays frozen longer, Mike. You That's may have bullshit. tried putting ice in your bong before, but having smoke pass through a frozen glycerin chamber, Mike, will change how you light up forever, yo. Yo, dig, right? You can do it this way. Pipes, bubblers, bongs, dab rigs, and more at thefreezepipe.com. Get 10% off at thefreezepipe.com with the promo code HOTBOXING, right? And again, that's 10% off thefreezepipe.com. Promo code HOTBOXING, baby. It's crazy because, Mike, I came here today to do some other stuff, and then he was like, can you stay? I want you to meet, you know. So you know, I, I didn't I didn't really know your story, which I'm kind of in a weird way glad because I feel like I could just get to know you as a human being without mm, having any context you know, of... Every time, um, like, if I want him to meet some people, some Latin people, I always ask my friend, do they know him? And let me get the feel how they feel about him. And when I, when I put it out to the people out here and... Um, in Jersey, he was so happy to make him. We call him. Can you just sit him down and talk to him? And I said, really? It's cool. So I asked him, was it cool to talk to him? And listen, man, they were so... Listen, I'm not, I don't listen, I don't like to say this, but it's true. You make people so happy. Now, how could a gangster killer... Like, how can he make people so happy? And that's why I brought him here, because I couldn't understand it. The guys that were talking, they don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't give a fuck me. They don't give a fuck you. And then when I say, yo, is it cool to bring him around here? Call him now, Mike. Can we talk to him? And that just blew my mind how people love him. You know, regardless of what we heard and seen and stuff, people I know just don't give a fuck about nobody that kill you in a minute. They, they love him. They, they wanted to see him so bad. And these guys had changed their life. They're not like that no more. They changed their life in the community, and that's why I respect I knew them since they were kids, but that's why I respect them. You know, we fly birds, we all, it's just, it's beautiful stuff. I mean, it blew my mind when these guys wanted to talk to them. Mm. So call them right now. And that's how come I knew you don't have to worry, worry about going to prison. You got so much love. People care about you. And not because you're some tough guy, but your adversities. Never, all the stories I hear about you walking the yard by yourself, and it's just people respect you from a human perspective, not no tough guy shit from human. Got a good heart, and they just want to talk to you, a leader, man. That's what you have to know, you're a leader. You got to watch what you do. People love you. And sometimes I know 
from my experience, it's hard sometimes to like yourself. Mm. And you know, it's, it's a battle. It's going to be my battle all my life, but I'm, I'm not going to give up because I know I'm a good person. Mm. I know I'm good people. I help everybody the best I can. You're doing great. Do you feel like that too? Yeah, in a way. I will, you ever heard of the Killer Hill, right? The what? The Killer Hill. Killer Hill? Achilles Hill. Achilles Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, familiar with uh -huh. that, right? Yeah, you're vulnerable, uh, where you're vulnerable. Yeah, see, mm -hmm. my thing's always been loyalty over everything. If you can't be loyal, then you can't be nothing. Mm -hmm. So, in prison, I was always loyal. Mm -hmm. You got an issue, I'm with you. And that's why I became what I became. I became Crip because of that reason. I ain't like abuse, I ain't like, you know, you telling him you can't live here. But you got everybody else living here. Mm. So everybody said I would trouble makeup because I did that. But hey. You don't see yourself it. that way though. Nah, I don't see my I I respect those who respect me. Mm. And I go out my way to help anybody. Doesn't matter what you flagging, who you is, if you're a person, you know, and you need some help, you know, you should be here there. So so that's why a lot of people that I know always look out When I came home, Bobby Smurda, oh, give me $10,000. Wow. You don't know me. So, it's like he said, you know. See, I want, I want the world to see that. I want them to see you like Vonda, but I want them to see that. God bless. You know what I mean? That God, anyone, anybody can get mercy. God gives anybody mercy. Why can't we? Mm -hmm. I go, I go talk to the youth. I went to Crossroad in Brooklyn. I've been to, I went to Connecticut, talk to the youth. I went to home in New Jersey over here. What do you tell them? About, you know, not to follow my footsteps. Mm -hmm. Not to follow, because these two shoes, a bunch of people don't make them a hero. You know, that's cowardice you know, to me. You know, it's too many violence. These I don't kids believe today. that cowardice, because if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be here talking. Nah, so I don't, I, I look at that self-defense. Nah, don't beat some, yourself about it. I'm like, don't, you ain't no fucking coward. You nah, out here talking. That, yeah, you know? and cowardness about you. But it's just, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the abuse that goes on. Before I came home, you know, people cutting Chinese people for no reason. Mm doing all this crazy stuff. But could this man say this? Nah, I don't like that. You don't do that to people. Mm -hmm. You don't go out your way to hurt people just because you could. That's not, that's not real. So a lot of times, that's what I tell them kids. Say, yo, listen, you keep going down that road, you lead to prison. Right now, you're not even in prison. You're just in the junior at home. And you still can it, have a life. You mm. still got a life, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to go to prison because you go to prison, that changes you. Prison changes you, becomes you, you become either worse to or become better. And sometimes, most of the time, you become worse to mm. because the things you go through. Like Fat Joe was talking about the thing here, about the um, visits. They do that. They, they try to stop you from having your people come and see you. So it's a lot of times people don't understand that. 
You make you, you make them bend over, make them cough. You're disrespectful. Humiliate you. Know? You. You're, you know, you're... Um, emasculate you're, you're vid- you. Yeah, you're vitted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of things. MC Hammer came in. It's a bunch of assholes. Yeah. It was just it's, assholes with Hammer. My mom passed away January 2011. Yeah. Because I was full of and because I got caught with, like, like 30 weapons. You know Inside? Inside the box. So, um... They refused to let me go on a visit, funeral visit. You know what I'm saying? So that was like devastating. Mm. Well, I had to be strong enough to to come home because I never thought I was gonna come home. Really? Nah. Because I wasn't moved. I was already too radical in prison. So I was involved with too many things and so I, I never felt I was coming home. So after my mom passed away, I had to start thinking. I had to think more for my son. Mm. So yeah, I wanted you to uh, talk about that. Yeah. You don't mind. Huh? Your boy. Hmm? Your son. My son? Yeah. How old is he? 40. 40? Wow. And I got, I got a stepson. He's 37. Mm. And I was looking at your shit. When you were talking about Vlad, you had experienced your son in prison. You saw him just like you and your father. Yeah, me and my father. Psycho. Psycho. Me and my father was together in Sing Sing. Yeah. And my father passed away January 2015. In the joint? Yeah. In Fishkill. So, but... How's your son doing now? He good. Is he? I'll be, I'll be trying to really stay on his ass, but <laughs> he's 40 years old, and he feels, uh, Dad, man, listen, I respect you and all that, but I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's never stopped being your baby, yeah. you know? Yeah, but he, he, you know, he don't want me to get caught up in nothing crazy either, you know? Right. He wants but, you home. Yeah, so he's... And then my stepson... Feel the same way. I'll be with him all the time as well. You know, like, those are my, like, main things. And then my aunt, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a lot of support from some from different people. Mm-hmm. That I could never show how much grateful I was to them. No. For, the, for all the support they gave me. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets hard sometimes, but because like, when it gets dark outside, and I'm walking around, I film in the yard again. Mm. Uh, some people can't understand that. Because you got to live it to understand it. So when you, like, I'll be walking, I'll be thinking I'm in the yard, you know mm. what I'm saying? Especially when I'm walking with somebody, we talking. It's only and, been a year, right, since you've been yeah. home? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I came home December 21st. How do you feel about that, just being in this, this world that you came to? Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I feel like this world changed for the worse to mm-hmm. some extent. You know, I, like, even in my neighborhood, excuse me, they moved a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. And they moved other people in that wasn't there, you know what I'm saying? And they built so many different buildings. Like, I told my wife that yesterday. Mm-hmm. If they let me out right now, right this second, I'll be um, 
I wouldn't be as sharp as normal. I'm, I'll be, I'm, I would struggle getting where I had to go. Yeah. If I had to walk and not ask people for information, I would be struggling, yeah, right now. Yeah, because they, they changed so much. And, like, they got these new things that they stick out in the street now. They What's just, that? Know, like, like, in front of the restaurant, they got them boxes. Oh, that's from COVID. The oh. outside eating, you know. Yeah. I hate that, by the way. Yeah, me too. First of all, how could you feel safe out there? Because there's rats outside. Yeah. There's a car oh could, God. A car could slightly bump into one of those while you're eating. Yeah. Like, I'm not comfortable with nothing. Nah, I don't nah, feel safe. I'm with you. <laughs> I don't no, feel safe. Uh, um... I go to, I, I, I got a... Uh, but that's new, though. You know, that's just since COVID. It wasn't yeah. like that before. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it, it's so many new things. Like, it's hard. Like, you know, like, yeah. so many things you want to try to find. Is it true they say, like, uh, people who've been away so long, you get, like, institutionalized, where you're, like, well, more comfortable. Uh, Some people be more comfortable after a certain amount well, of time. Something like that happened to me, you know, because I didn't have to face my my issues in there in the world, you know? I could hide. Uh-huh. You know, I know everybody. And that's why when I first went to Spofford, I was so scared. And then when I went to, you know, you come in and you go through the lunch, especially if you come in real late at night, yeah. in the morning you walk in the, the lunchroom, yo, Mike, Ike, Dirty Ike, and everybody, all your friends there. Yeah. And so, psychologically, I don't want to go home. I'm going to go home and get some money, but if I get locked up, I'm back with my friends. Yeah. Mm. We're all kids. It was, and that's what we lost at home, that family net. Network. Mm-hmm. That's the same the thing. You got it in, in, in lockups, institutions. Same, same you meet a guy, your guy, goes, somebody fucking with you. You just met him, this guy goes out and starts <laughs> You just met him, but he's your man now. Once you establish that relationship, everybody's family is all love. You know? yeah, There's a, a guy that me and him know. Me and him had an issue in prison. You know what? He came and said, yo, come and see me. And I went to him. He gave me $500. Based on what? Love, caring. Yeah. You're showing me love. You know what I'm saying? Down. You, know, he, he, you know, he said, you, I know you just came home. Gave me $500. Oh, when you got home. Oh, got it. Yeah, I just came home. He gave me $500. And this guy that me and him had an issue in prison. And we, you know, we squashed it before he went home. But, you know, I never thought that. He called me one day. He said, yo. You know, I want to meet up with you. You know, I mean, where you at? He said, I'm in Brooklyn. No good. You know, I said, like, I ain't going nowhere in Brooklyn to meet you. I'm like, you can come over where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I ended up going to Brooklyn anyway, but we went out there and I was like, you know, watching the scenery. We ended up meeting and he said, yo, listen, I just want to, you know, I know you just came home, you know what I'm saying? I want to hit you up with something. And he gave me $5. Looking at that, she touched me. Mm, I could see. Yeah, I could understand too that. And then you said Bobby gave you ten thousand. Someone came home. Bobby's beautiful. Bobby yeah. Smolder came, took me out to dinner. We went out to dinner. Listen, I hate steak. I hate <laughs> so many steaks <laughs> because every time I go out to dinner with him, you want to eat steak and want to eat this, you want to eat that. And then you want to dance and jump around. He has so much energy. He has so much energy. So, so, but anyway, he um, came over and we went out. He said, yo, listen, send me your info. I'm, I'm, I got some money for you. So I said, I, you know, I, I ain't thought it was going to be $10,000. Mm-hmm. But he said, yeah, oh, I got something for you. So, you know, put you on your feet for a little while. You know, so he, and I said, all right. And, and 
Next thing I know, he, he got, his lawyer called, and then one thing happened, and I had ten thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so and then they took me out. Um, get some. She took me and bought me some sneakers and a couple of sweatshirts, things like that. Wow. Hey, Mike, you know yeah. you said earlier you were talking about how like people you you knew young, and you 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 don't expect them to survive, no, right? No, no. So I can no. only imagine what it feels like for you to see him outside. Listen, it's, it's a trip, but it's good. It's, it's a struggle out here, but um. That's what God put you here. Can you handle this struggle? You say you want to do the right thing. This is one big school, this world. You know what I mean? Being in this world, you feel safe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't handle this issue. I only did three years. I'm scared to death. When I heard the helicopters and everything come, because now they're going to take me away from my comfortness back to this fucking, fucking savage world. <laughs> you know, and that was scary. That was really scary. But you gotta like like you going through it. You have to have a great support system. Yeah. You know, and you do. And you have to just know you make people happy. Don't ever beat yourself up. No. This world is giving you another chance. Don't ever beat yourself up. You make people happy. You make people that not many people can make them happy. Very, very happy. That's that's very gifted. Mm-hmm. Very gifted. Yeah, like, you know, like when I met Ty, when we used to get in trial. And he had, there's, there's a counselor named Bob Stewart. He used to bring the gloves in, you know, the box, you know. And, and he, I said, oh, put him on his you knee. You got rocked by Mike before? No, Bobby Stewart, my coach. Oh, I thought y'all two were no, boxing. Uh, uh. Nah. <laughs> That's yeah. something to be able to say. Yeah. I got punched you know, in the face. No, but he saw it all. You <laughs> oh, know, he I'm talking it. about from, yeah. like, 12 years old to, like, going through, you know, he's been away, but to see me be champ and fighting and all that stuff, and I must, I don't, I must, that must have been wow. And then somebody told me, he knows you, Mike. Yeah. And then, oh, man, then it was just, I then felt so good. Then you realized who he yeah, was. Yeah, I felt so good. To- yeah, I was in trial when, 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 when Boss Stu used to bring the gloves in and spar with a couple of us. You know so I met him to- at 12 years old. Yeah. You know, he's trying to show us how to box. And then he he, he figured Tyson, you know, could box a little bit, so they, they were going at it. He's my coach, my teacher. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he hit a ball with a crazy right. Put him on his knee. So, oh shit! And I was shocked. You know what I'm saying? But, it must hey. have been wild to watch his ride. Yeah, it's just especially yeah, from inside. Man, I, I watched all his fights. I seen everything. I even seen when he bit the dude ear off. I said, no <laughs> shit happened. Nah, it is good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> listen, no, no, I'm gonna be listen before after this. I'm gonna have to um, close it down. But listen, this the deal, and I, and I hate to say it. I bit that guy ear, right? Um, and I had to pay a three million dollar fine. Three million dollars? Yeah, for biting his ear. Ooh. But the fucking I took more than that, more pictures of that. People just want to take pictures of me biting their ears. <laughs> That's all people, you know, these crazy people, black, white, take a picture, bite my ear, ah, so let me ah. And listen, you should that do was it. the best thing I ever did. That <laughs> <laughs> right, was the best thing I ever did. You should do like, you know, like Chris, like Chris Brown show, he charges, Chris Brown charges his fans $1,000 to take these like wild pictures with him. You should just charge the fans. I, I just don't like the abuse. That, that's too much abuse. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Take that picture. In order to love yourself, you have to love someone else. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, we're going to wrap up. I need you to say something for me. This is tens of millions of people are watching you. What you want them to know about you? How do you want them to get in touch with you? Please talk to them. Listen, I just want them to know that I'm a real person. Anybody can talk to me. 
I'm, I'm here, whatever, you know. I got an Instagram, Blue Boy 30. If you want, Blue Boy 30. Get in touch with me if you want, you no. Know? And, um. What would you say to somebody who's out there who's the, the young version of you when you knew, when you knew Mike? Listen, yeah. What stay, you stay away from crime. Mm. That's the best I could tell you. Learn, if you're gonna get into crime, learn about the law. Because they lose you in prison forever. Yes, you get lost. That's, I remember that word. You go in the system, they never see you again. Yeah. You're in so many different prisons, they, they can't find you. Yeah. Lost. Mm. Lost. Wow. Listen, and thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you too. God bless. Still love. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank That's you. That's what we have for a long time. <laughs> so, okay, this is another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Angie Martinez. Thank you for letting me co-host. This is. Hey, man, I love hanging out with you, man. It was so good. You're awesome. My wife loves you. Everybody loves you. I love y'all, too, for sure. And thank you for coming again. Thank you, man. I just want the people to know you're a human being. You're a beautiful person. You're not what people... We never... Listen, this is what I learned in life. Everybody that um, you're fighting is not your enemy, and everybody that helps you is not your friend, you know? Mm -hmm. We have to, sometimes we have to find new family members, you know, because all the old ones, like you said, destroy, they left us. Mm-hmm. It's never let them stop you. Never let somebody, never be, want to be down more than anybody wants you to be up. I always want to be up more than anybody wants me to be down. Mm-hmm. If they never talked about me, they were nice to me, I wouldn't be nothing. Just the fact that I'm fighting them, I elevate my life. Mm-hmm. Just who I am, I love to fight. If I'm not mad at you, I find something to fight you for. Is to have that 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 sharpness. Definitely. Okay, we out of here, guys. Hot boxing. All day, every day. <laughs>